Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! Ha, ha, ha! You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, welcome back, folks, for the second hour of power with Danny Bush and Tommy the True Newbauer. See how that rhymes, Billy? Anyway. I like how you call it the power hour. Yeah, Listen, the, the power hour of power, power was a religious show that yeah, was going yeah, for years, yeah. and well, Tom here is plagiarizing, well, we are, taking well, their name. Hey, well, we are a little. <laughs> we're going to re- get sued. We're, we're a little religious here. We're you know, but anyway, we come to all you listeners. Every- thanks for listening, <laughs> and God bless and stay <laughs> free. There you go. See, God bless. We get God in there. That's right. We get God in there. Little anyway. Religious. We're here every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. If you want to get in touch with us, you can give us a buzz at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250, where we talk everything hunting and fishing all the time. <laughs> and that's kind of a yoke on us because we don't. So, But if you want to get into fray, just give us a call. Anywho, uh, what else? What else? You, you got the DNR's update there? Yeah, I'm looking at it here. Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, uh, let's see. According to the DNR calendar, which everybody should purchase, the Wisconsin DNR, well, Wisconsin Conservation Warden Association calendar, because you can win money, right, Tom? You won. Like, well, I won ninety dollars last year for twenty five bucks. I hate you. I've only won <laughs> once in three years. I won thirty bucks once. Yeah, I won thirty dollars three times. I could not believe that. Well, according to the calendar here, fall colors should be peaking in northern Wisconsin. Now, um, from what I have uh, gathered, it's only about maybe on the tail end way up north and maybe about 50% halfway up north and and -hmm. still look outside. It's all green here yet. Mm -hmm. So we got some some color going on, but I think the best is yet to come. Mm Mm-hmm. So we got the color going on, but they uh, let's see October no September thirtieth closings. It says Lake Sturgeon hook and line on select water. Speaking of uh, Lake Sturgeon, I think the Sturgeon Fest thing is should be going on. I don't yeah. know if it's this weekend. You could go to the DNR website. Remember they did that last year, Tom, where yep. like uh, they plant some sturgeon down in Lake Michigan, down by the lakefront. Yeah. And I think kids can even adopt a sturgeon yeah, and, yeah. and grab a sturgeon yeah. and throw it in and yeah. and participate. So. If anybody wants to do something with the kids, go online and check that out. I didn't get the exact details, but they call it Sturgeon Fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're planting sturgeon. They call it Sturgeon Fest. I wonder how many of those have survived in Lake Michigan. 
You know, I, I just, because they planted a number of them, you know, I just wonder. Well, and, and, and I believe that the lake sturgeon are native to the Great Lakes Probably. originally. I, I did hear one real interesting, well, maybe, maybe I'll tell this story later. Okay. A good sturgeon story. Who do you got on the line? Billy? Our friend Neil uh, had an opportunity to go talk to our boys up at Boulder Junction. Oh, oh hey, okay. Neil. Hi. Now, who did you go, uh, who did you see up at Boulder Junction? Uh, I went uh, fishing with Irv Keller. Oh, okay. Did you see our uh, Boulder Junction connection, Dennis yeah, Royce? Morning. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Oh, you did see him, huh? Yes. You had breakfast with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that was interesting. That's good. How'd you do fishing wise? Very slow. Yeah. When was this? Uh, Sunday morning. R- just this past last Sunday. This past Sunday. Yeah. Oh, okay. How was the weather up there? Yeah, yeah, I know it was warm last, you know, at that time. But how were the eggs for breakfast at that little cafe up there? Were they like runny, or were they pretty good? Very good. I bet those small little northern Wisconsin towns. You go to a little cafe, it's probably only going to cost you five or six bucks. You get oh, some yeah. great breakfast. Oh yeah, that was very good. Yeah. So walleye fishing or muskie or what were you guys targeting? Walleye. Walleye, yeah. huh? I made it a little tougher because uh, remember last week, uh, Dennis uh, mentioned uh, how. The yeah, yeah, one. yeah. Oh, he caught two walleye and one crappie. Oh, wow. Wow. The warm weather, they figure, is that messing things up? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because it was starting to cool down, then it warmed up, and right. fish were all confused. <laughs> well, but as long as you had a good time, that's the main thing. Oh, I had a real good time. That's good. Well, Neil, thanks for calling. All right. Take all right, care. We'll talk to you again. All Bye right, now. Bye now. I think Neil was one of the winners of the contest. Last year, the year before, was he? Was he a winner? Yeah, when yeah, when during the sports show, Dennis Royce all they give away that uh, musky trip. I mean, a fishing trip. So you know the guided fishing trip. So I I think Neil was one of the winners for that one time. So which is pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> Danny, what are you what are you looking up? No, I'll there? tell you later. It's a secret. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. What 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 happened we're with these sturgeon? You you were going to tell us hold something on, about these sturgeon? Right here in my Durkee's mail bag here. There used to be a, a show, a Packer post-game show when I was a kid. In the the Durkee's Mailbag. I remember that. It was called that. the Durkee's Mailbag. I remember that. And it was af- It was on the radio, probably on, what, what, what was it up there, 14 4, What whatever. was Durkee's again? What was that? That name rings Durkies, a bell. Uh, Durkee's was a, a type of a spice. I think that was like a Penzi's type thing. Oh, but there okay. Was a spice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they'd have the Packer post-game show. So as we were in bumper-to-bumper traffic coming back from Lambeau Field, which took an hour just to get across Green Bay mm-hmm. back in the day, They'd have the Durkee's mailbag, and uh, yeah, and, and I think people would call up with questions about oh, okay. the Packers and stuff here, so okay. that's where I got there. So anyway, I got to look right here. Okay, here, it's, this, it's under strange but true fish stories. I was reading it the other day, and it involves what looks to be a uh, sturgeon. Okay, and now I can't find the page. Tom, you'll have to talk about something else okay. right now till I... Speaking of sturgeon, I was just, uh, you know, the hook and line season for sturgeon is going on not right now. I th- I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, J- I, uh, what's his name? Jamie, he's a guy who delivers bait for Gollin's uh, bait company, you know, yeah, where, yeah. where all the bait shops get all their suckers and their minnows and all that, night crawlers and all that. Well, anyway, Jamie was over at the Muskie shop when I was there, and we were talking to our, talking to Ron, our advertising manager, and... Uh, J- Jamie had a couple of photos of him with uh, a sturgeon that was just under the legal size. And if I'm not mistaken, somebody can call me and tell me if I'm right or wrong or whatever. But 
I think the legal size limit is 60 inches for a sturgeon, and his was like 54 inches. So he had a photo of that, and then his son, his little guy, his little guy's, I don't know, he's about eight years old or something, he had one that was about 40-some inches, you know, the little guy's first sturgeon, you know. And uh, and he, he was telling us, yeah, they put up quite a fight. And uh, I, I've had a sturgeon on one time up, on, up by Eureka, by the Eureka Dam, and uh, I knew it was a sturgeon when uh, it hit the jig and minnow and didn't stop. <laughs> it just started going, and it wouldn't stop. And I was like, oh, I think I know what this is. You know? Well, that segues but anyway. beautifully into yeah. the story. Uh, the title of this little story was called Hitching a Ride. It's in an old, old, old Outdoor Life magazine with fish stories. And here I'll just kind of kind of go through and paraphrase. <clears throat> in 1954, this is by some guys writing, in 1954, my father and I went to Lake Erie and fished in a 14-foot boat. We rowed out about a mile from, mile from shore and lowered the anchor, and uh, we put snelled hooks out with large night crawlers. Caught a few sheep's head, and then as my father set down his true temp steel true temper rod and poured a cup of coffee his pole started slowly bending toward the lake he grabbed it and the fight was on 20 the 25 pound test braided line steadily revolved off the spool while holding on with conviction my father unsuccessfully tried to thumb the line when the bottom of the real spool was showing uh, i raised the anchor dad worked his way to the bow and fought to keep the last bit of line the boat started moving toward canada <laughs> the monster from the deep was in no hurry as it continued its relentless course northward, towing us along. Occasionally, it would rise 10 feet and rest before swimming again. From the strength of the fish, we guessed it might rival the, the, the length of our boat. Uh, during the battle, Dad became convinced that it was a sturgeon. Records show that fish more than 300 pounds are commercially caught. Uh, bigger ones are rumored to break free of nets. Two hours later, and three and a half miles from land, a fateful decision had to be made. Without a motor and with shore disappearing from sight, common sense prevailed. Uh, Dad cut the line. Uh, he did what any good father would do. His young son's well-being came first. I truly believe that if I hadn't been along, Dad would have fought the fish all the way to Canada. He said little as he rode the three and a half miles back to shore. In fact, to this day, we seldom talk about the fish that tried to drag us across Lake Erie. Wow. Yeah. So the, wow. guy, the guy hooked into probably a monster sturgeon that just mm -hmm. kept going. I, I talked to a guy years ago south of here uh, near Kenosha. I'd stopped at some little... In fact, the old Gander Mountain used to be... There used to be their catalog sh showroom store, which was south, south of here in a little town... Can't remember the name, mm -hmm. uh, but I went there and I stopped at some little place and some old <coughs> charter captain there. Now, whether he's telling me a fish story or not, he had the same story fishing yeah. from shore on Lake Michigan where he hooked into something huge and it just started swimming across Lake Michigan towards Michigan. Yeah. And he had like uh, 300 yards, a 20 pound line. And he said it just kept going and going and going. And he kept tightening the drag and tightening mm -hmm. the drag. And finally, it took it all the way to the end and just snapped. Wow. Took it right off. So there could be, imagine the size of a monster sturgeon that could oh, exist in yeah. the Great Lakes. Do you, here, I got a question for you. Let's see if you know this, because you're always asking me questions. Okay. Okay, El Swami. Riddle me this, Batman. Yeah. Bushman. In, uh, in southeastern Wisconsin, uh, not too far from here, can you name a lake that has sturgeon in it? Sure, Big Cedar. You're very good. 
Give me a ding over there. Yeah, we'll give him a ding. Right on the ding. Yeah. Keep it coming, big fella. Yeah. No, no, that was it. That was it. No, big cedar. You know, a, a number of years ago when I was I was fishing it one day, and uh, I forget who I was with, and we're going along casting for bass, and and I was going to cast to what looked like a log on the shoreline, you know, in the water, in about two feet of water, and I was going to cast to it, and I went, wait a minute, that log is moving. It was a big old sturgeon about six feet long, you know, and and I thought, what the, and then I had to look at, find out, you know, what, what wait a minute, sturgeon, big cedar, and then looked it up, and yeah, they've been in there for forever you know and uh every now and then when you when there's a splash out there it's not a carp it's just sturgeon do like carp do every now and then they just jump out of the water for no apparent reason you know yeah, maybe they want to take a look at you i don't know what it is but you know how carp will just jump out of the water for no apparent reason but yeah i i remember one time we actually saw i saw something really big come out of the water and i said well that had to be a sturgeon because i don't know of any other fish that was like that one you know i mean so yeah, big. Uh, now I don't know if anybody actually fishes for them hook and line, you know, on big cedar, uh, you know, uh, during the season. I I don't know, and I don't even know if it's legal on that lake or not. For Steve sure, Milliot, I don't know. Steve Milliot years ago, he told me a story, and I think I don't know if it was him or somebody he knows or was with, but they fought a giant sturgeon for like. A long time, hour, Out two there? hours, yeah, on Big Cedar, yeah, yeah. and they yeah. did finally bring it up, and everybody was yeah. there watching, and it was a big, yeah, big so yeah, I'm sure there's anybody seven nine nine twelve fifty. Anybody got a sturgeon story from yeah, Big Cedar? Cool. Give us a call. All right, you know, you know what time it is now. After this break, we are going to be playing the NFL football picking contest, brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. It is the place to meet, laugh, eat, drink, and just plain old enjoy life. Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. If you are a winner of the NFL Football Picking Contest, and everybody's a winner, you will win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. All you got to do is pick the football games against the spread, and if you tie us or beat us, any one of us three here, you will win. And trust me, everybody wins because... We're not that good. Anyway, so give us a call here at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. And be a contestant in the Curly's Waterfront Pub NFL Football Picking Contest. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Okay, folks, it is time on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors to play the NFL football picking contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub, where they have specials during every Packer game and Badger game. And if you want to get in on it, you got to get out there. They're kitty corner from Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop on beautiful Pewaukee Lake. And we have one of our friends on the line. We've got Andy on the line. Good morning, Andy. Morning, guys. How you doing? Ah, we're doing just fine. How are you? Haven't I haven't seen you lately over at the Musky Shop? Yeah, I've been busy. Yeah, I know. School year. <laughs> School year, and I'm yeah. taking classes, working my master's degree. That's where I'm headed right now. Actually. Oh, okay. All right, we're gonna turn it over to uh, Billy to give us the update uh, for what happened last week. You have that. Well, I'm going to be worried talking okay. to talking to Andy. I, I just want to make sure that my grammar's correct. Oh, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> mess myself up here. Uh, so last week, Tampa Bay in Minnesota. Minnesota got the win. So Bushy and the caller got that one right. Uh, Bushy was the only one to lose. 
in the Detroit game, even though Detroit was getting three points. Yeah. Uh, the Chicago Bears getting a win. Everyone was a winner in that one. Uh, as yeah. actually only Tom, you were the only winner. Yeah. Three different people picked to give yeah. get the points. Yeah. And you were the only one taking Chicago on the points. Yep. Smart man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green yeah. Bay Packers. That was all by the way against the Cincinnati no, Bears. Billy, Billy, last man. week, last week. The Bear game, that was my lock of the week. And then Greg was teasing me, saying, oh, you always say. And that was my lock of the week, and it came through. Well, I'm glad no one's lock of the week was uh, (laughs) taking the Packers with giving seven and a half as they were able to win an overtime field goal. And everyone picked for the Packers beating the Bears. Oh, we all lost. Giving seven points. Everyone won that one. All right. So what? uh, We got two games this week. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, we'll start with the Wisconsin Badgers as they start up Big Ten play against the Northwestern Wildcats, giving sixteen and a half. Tom. Ooh. Okay, let's go to Andy first. Andy, who do you want in that? Well, uh, it's homecoming weekend. Oh wait, no, no, it's not homecoming weekend. I'll take. Uh, we'll go with the Badgers. We'll go with the home team. All right. All right. I'm. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take the sixteen and a half points with Northwestern. I'm gonna take sixteen and a half. Where's the game played? Camp Randall. Camp Randall. Oh, boy. I'll take the Badgers. I'm going to double up with the Badgers, even though that's always usually a close game yeah. against Northwestern. Yeah, they, they normally play a Pretty three. solid team. All right, Andy. Now we go to the NFL with the Packers and Bears taking on. There's only one game in the NFC North this week, and it is the Detroit Lions heading to Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings will be getting two points. Andy, who you got? Oh, I'm going to go with, with the Vikings back there. They're going to shut down Stafford to the boys. Tom? Okay. I, uh, I'm. i They're playing at Minnesota, you said? In Minnesota. Yeah, correct. I'm going to take Minnesota as well. And what's the spread? Two. Minnesota given two. And, you know, my rule is always go with the home team on that. But I'm going to say, no, I'm going with the uh, Detroit Lions. I'm going to double up with that as well. I'm taking the Lions. That That's a pretty good offense that they have out there. Okay. So those are the only two games we yeah, got? For, uh, oh, no. we uh, Packer game. Oh, no. that They did it already. Yeah, they oh. played already. Can we pick yeah. another one, Tom? I want another game, Bill. What, 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 what's, you, on you the, wanna, what's on the ledger there, Doc? You want to pick on one? The schedule. I'm not going to do the Monday night game because Chiefs and Redskins, that's not politically correct. So how about we go to <laughs> Chiefs and Redskins? Is that the impolitically correct game Here, of the week? I'm telling you, that's a dangerous game how to start about, talking about. How about the New England game? New England taking on Mi- the, uh, Miami, right? No, New England is hosting the Carolina Panthers, oh, giving Panthers. nine and a half points. Yeah. Should we? Okay, Andy, who do you like? Nine and a half in Carolina, or you like New England? I'll go with New England. Nine and a half is a lot. Well, of I got my lock of the week. It's a shoe in. <laughs> I'm holding up a shoe right now. No, um, I'm going to take Carolina Panthers in the points. Ooh, okay. Uh, me three. Put myself down already. Uh, New England. New England okay. all day. So two New Englands, two Carolinas. All right. Well, Andy, good luck. Hey, thanks, Black Guys. Did you guys give uh, the three Charlies a plug yet this morning? Oh, no. Go ahead and give it, the three Charlies yeah, a plug. October 21st. That's right. So, uh... This is a great, great tournament that, that the guys at Smokies run. Uh, half, the, half the proceeds go back to the lake with stocking efforts. Uh, it's $150 per boat. That's a team of two people. Uh, you two guys can be casting, and then you can be dragging a sucker. Uh, it is a great, great tournament. 
It's a great tournament for the serious, musky angler, or for the person that just wants to give it a try. A lot of fun it's had, and there's plenty of prizes as well. All right, Andy, thank you very much. Thanks, Andy. Yep. Talk Stay to you later. Good. Bye Take now. Care, buddy. Yeah, you can pick up those uh, entry forms out there at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. Uh, they've got them for the Three Charlies Tournament. That's going to be October 31st. And uh, you know Mark over at Smokey's? Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. He, he was giving me a lot of crapola Good. this week. Good. What, what about? He said, well, actually, he was giving both of us. Crapola. Not me. Yeah, yeah, no, yes, yeah. Your name was mentioned. Sure, buddies. He said, uh, he said, how come you and Danny give all this advice on how to catch fish and all this, and you guys ain't fishing the three Charlie's Musky tournament? And I says, well, Mark, I said, look, I, I said, if I fit, I mean, I, I, I really can't fish it. I can't fish it. I said, I don't know, probably Danny can't fish it either because we're so good, we'd win it, and and then everybody would oh, be mad on. at us. No, <laughs> I'm teasing yeah, them, of course. Okay. Well, me and Mark, Mark I and I fished, uh, he and I fished a WMT years ago in spring. We had a couple big fish yeah. going, and I had one hit, a bucktail got off. We, mm-hmm. Man, if we could have stuck those fish, we were on fish all morning yeah. in the East End. I, w- I would really like to fish it if I could, uh, but I don't know. Well, I, I don't I, know. Maybe my boat got put in storage, right? Because I just needed to get things taken care of. Mm-hmm. With, uh, you know, I got to work on cleaning out mom's house. We got to try and sell that and got a lot going on. Yeah. And, uh, but maybe, maybe I jump on someone else's boat. Maybe do like uh Well, one of us has to be here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> one of us. At no, least you don't do. have to be there for the opener. You yeah, know, that's true. Ago, we could be we could show up at eight thirty and this. go out. Years ago, I was supposed to. This one girl wanted to go fishing. I want to go fishing. I said, "Okay, I'll take you. We'll do the Charlie's tournament. I'll meet you after the show." Well, she didn't show up. So anyway, I waited till about ten o'clock, and I thought, "Ah, heck with it. I'm just going to go out and uh, fish by myself." So I was in the narrows. I made mm-hmm. one drift with a sucker, and uh, I let's see what happened. I caught an undersized one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then uh, I let it go. So I went back and did another drift. And it was so windy that day, Tom, that it, you know how rough Pewaukee yeah, did Yeah, oh, yeah. So I threw a drift sock out. And we're going along. And I hooked into something. And I went to set the hook. And it didn't budge. Doubled the rod over. And bang. It was a drift sock. And the leader broke. <laughs> the leader broke. The lost, leader broke? a big one out there. Oh, I was it so had to have a kink in the leader. Something had to be bad. Yeah. I don't know what happened had on it, be, but yeah. I lost it. And then I just turned around and went back in. So I fished a grand total of one hour in the tournament, and I thought, you know what? I could have won this thing with one big fish, Yeah. But no. I think that's the last one I did. Oh. Who do you got on the line there? Yeah, Leroy has a, uh, a sturgeon okay. story for us. Hey, hey Leroy. Leroy. Thank, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. What do you got? Mor- morning, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, I think the story everybody refers to on Big Cedar Lake about the, uh, the infamous sturgeon episode was my Uncle Orv had been Lake Patrol on big cedar for years his family he spent his whole life out there and uh one morning a, a guy that always fished big northern out on uh big cedar's name was al weber he's now passed away he was out there allegedly fishing for northern my uncle had kind of thought maybe not so much but he hooked a monster sturgeon and i think it was june of 1980 and i his daughter i believe was getting married that afternoon well, my Uncle Orv was never a big fan of the, the sailboats, the regattas they'd have out there. So when this fish started to pull Al around the south end of the lake, my uncle took a lot of delight in actually stopping the regatta and uh, letting, you know, letting Al fight this fish. And they had 
uh, he did, it was hours that he had this thing on. And they got it up to the side of the boat, and they did the uh, the girth measurement and the length measurement. And I think at that, the weight was like 104 pounds, they estimated it. So I'm not sure what that would have came to in length. <laughs> but he ended up being late for his daughter's wedding. So. <laughs> Thanks, hey, a man's got to have his priorities. I, I, think, <laughs> exactly. I think that was the story that was related yeah, to me. Because I remember yeah. hearing that story. So, yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks for sharing. Yeah. All right. That's pretty cool. Great thanks story. a lot. Appreciate it. Bye now. Uh, it is 7.30. we got to go to a break. You got any more Sturgeon stories? We'd love to hear them. I got one when we come back. Wedding stories. Wasn't the no, guy his daughter's true. wedding? Yeah. Aren't you daughter's. the guy who gives away the bride? Yeah. So yep. if you're that's late, your who job. gave the bride away? Uncle Uncle somebody or other. I had one job. Uncle Bob. One job. Yeah. <laughs> and he still screws it up and disappoints his his daughter yeah. says, I've only counted on you for one thing. And well, I was just wondering, you know, when when you were telling that whole story, uh maybe they, they got intertwined, but when you lost the big one, I didn't know if you were talking about the fish or the girl that you took out fishing. Oh. I don't know which would be a tragedy and which would not. <laughs> I'm think about that during All the break. Right, we'll think about that. All right. When we come back, we'll have more here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. a good song, Billy. You picked a good one. All set, Danny? Are you ready? Yeah? Ready to go to Yeah, you're on. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. We're coming to you from the Bait Mate Fish Attraction Studios. And uh, I believe we are going to get our report from the Nort. Yeah. The Up Nort report from, from uh, Dennis Royce, our Boulder Junction connection. He's going to tell us what's going on. Okay. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing good. They're fantastic. So you got a little cooler weather up there now, huh? We had a real good frost last night, and uh, it's going to really start turning the the leaves to fall into the ground and finishing up the color, but uh, we had a pretty good freeze last night, so fall is here finally. So. Did fishing pick up from last week? Fishing uh, has been good. I, the water temperature is going to start dropping now, which is going to be helpful, and the walleye action, I'm sure, is going to pick up. I'm going to probably uh, take a chance and go out this afternoon and try it and see if yeah. we can find some fish. So uh, Neil called us this morning. Remember yeah, Neil? He was one of your contest winners. Yeah, he was up last week, I guess, with you guys. Right. I saw him at the restaurant at the granary, talked to him for a few minutes, and uh, uh, he was going to fish with Irv Keller. That was a mistake. But that- <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, Irv can't, uh, you know, you can never, it's hard to guarantee fish, you know. That's for sure. It's I hard. I Neil that, too. Uh, he had a good time, and he's coming back, and he enjoys it up here, and it's uh, it's a good place to, to come up on vacation, and it's a busy weekend. We got the Beefarama going on in Monaco this weekend. There's probably 15,000, 16,000 people down there. Wow. Yeah, that's a big deal now. It used to be just a couple of streets closed off. Now they close off 51. How they get by with that, I don't know. But wow, that's weird. Yeah. What's it called? The Beefarama. 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 <clears throat> wow. So are they serving all kinds of beef? Yeah. They cook beef. Everybody uh, stores get out and they uh, specialize in the uh, restaurants and the stores and 
businesses and they all cook beef and it smells great when you're walking down the street and and there's all activities and and uh, gra- uh, craft shops and everything going on. Wow, sounds great, Dennis. So, always something going on up here. So. There is. All right. Well, we'll talk to you again. Let us know when those muskies start biting. I'll let you know. I'll give you a fishing report. I'll get more consistent on the weekends calling you and let you know what's going on. All, all right. right. Thanks, talk to you Dennis. later, Dennis. Talk Thanks. To you guys later. Have a good one. Okay. Yep. Bye now. They had to call that and, carnivore fest. Yeah. Really. Beef. And, yeah. And we got, boy, we got a lot of people. One guy just dropped off, but we got a lot of people on hold. Be, be yeah. patient, Tom. We'll yeah, get to him I know. here. You know, like the big show, they you, got 50 people yeah, on hold. They're right, not worrying about forever. it for an hour, hold for an hour and a half yeah. or so. Yeah. Uh, do you got no name on there? We have our no name. Uh, our no name bookie is on the line. First. Uh-oh. Hey, no name. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Hey, we're hey, do- Danny. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, we're doing good. Hey, so uh, what would you think of our picks this morning? Did you hear them? Yeah, I heard them. What do you think? He thinks they suck. Uh, yeah, be glad you're not uh, <laughs> picking sets for a winner, man, for a living. Well, now wait a minute. Uh, Minnesota and Detroit, and Minnesota's yeah. only given two points. Yeah. And you like Detroit. I like Minnesota. Oh, you do. Well, so you agree with me? Uh-oh. Okay. Me and Billy are in yeah. trouble. And yeah. what about uh, the Packers and uh, no, no, not the Packers. Packers. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Packers. Excuse me. Uh, the, the, no, the Bears and. Uh, the Bears, no, who, the Bears no. are also not playing. Yeah, who, who's? Oh no, we didn't pick anybody else. Yeah, we picked the Panthers and and yeah. Patriots. Do you like that pick? I Here. like the Patriots. You don't like the Panthers in nine and a half? No. Oh, okay. There goes your lock. Of the and week. what about Wisconsin? They're giving up sixteen and a half. I like Wisconsin. You do? Huh? Well, it looks yeah. like I'm. It looks like I'm going to go one and two. That's what it, well, do. isn't Fig? I mean, Cam. Newton still uh, quarterback of the Panthers, and he's pretty good, right? I guess he's yeah, he's decent. Yeah, well, the Panthers should cover nine and a half. So, so did uh, Las Vegas make a killing last week? Oh yeah, they did, huh? Yeah. What was the game that they made the killing on? The Packer game. They the Bear game. Yeah. Everybody thought the Bears would play yeah. it tight, and I'm guessing, and with the Packer yeah. injuries and those tackles out. Everybody probably thought that Chicago would cover, but uh, well, the old Bear, the Packers. You know, where was the smart money? The smart money was on Cincinnati the week before, man. Oh, it was big, huh? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, everybody else was picking the Packers, but the smart money was picking Cincinnati. Oh, God, yeah. Big money came in on Cincinnati. Yeah. See, the, the no-name bookie, he's up on all the smart money. See, he knows the smart guys. So define <laughs> smart money, guys. Does that mean that's the good pick? No, those are the yeah. Those are the high rollers, right? Them are the big boys. Yeah, the are, big money bets. Big money. So they'll put big money on those. Quarter of a million, half a million what? dollars. Oh yeah. Is it? Am I correct in that assuming? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Some people will put an individual quarter million dollar yeah. bet. Oh yeah. Oh, there's guys that bet one million on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. There's These guys, guys must have money to burn if they're just betting. Well, they're the a smart million. guys. Wouldn't that be hey. nice? They're the smart nice money. They're that the would smart be nice, money. yeah. It'd yeah. be nice if I could make, oh, maybe a $10 bet once yeah. in a while. I'd really feel like a roller. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for my Belmont or, or our horse yeah. racing next year, yeah. no name. Horse racing. Our uh, trifecta or we'll, we'll, we'll get, bifecta. Yeah, we'll get no names update on that. Yeah. No, no, we got the Breeders' Cup coming up in another month. So. Whoa, whoa, okay. Let's That's, do some Breeders' Trip. I want in on that, that action. Isn't that some of the biggest betting money at yeah. the Breeders' Cup? The Breeders' Cup's huge. Yeah. Well, are you going to give us some tips? 
Oh yeah. Okay. All right. We're gonna go down and play them. All right. Well, All right. Me and Tommy, we'll get in there do and we have figure to, something out. Do we have to fly to Las Vegas with you to do that? No, we'll go down to Potawatomi. Oh, we'll, we we'll put bets in there. Tom's okay. wife wouldn't let him go to Vegas anyway, so <laughs> don't let him kid you. Well, you guys made money last time on. Uh, yeah, we made a little bit. Yeah. yeah, we made a little bit. I made forty-five bucks, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that wasn't bad. It's just enough to whet my appetite and make me an ad- addict for life. Yeah. There you go. All right, no name. Thanks right, for talking talk to us. To All Take right. Care. Have fun All on right. that flight back to Vegas. All right. Okay, bye. Yeah, you know the no name. He's he's back and forth Atlantic City, Vegas. He retired he's, now. He well, no, he's he's working. He's he's got to do a low profile though, you know. Low profile. Do you have a wife that gets on him for flying back no, and not forth at to all. Vegas? No, not at all. She likes the money he brings in. She likes the money. He's, you know, he's he's not the no-name bookie for nothing, you know. You know, the FBI is looking for him, you know, because he makes so much money. They want to collect taxes. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Trump's, Trump's yeah. going to take care of that. Hey, we're going to fix yeah. our tax code. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, for those of you that were on hold, we apologize. Uh, You can give us a call back right after this break. We are the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer. Billy Schmidt is behind the boards today. And we will be back here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Sam Kennison one, right? Mm-hmm. Take it away, Sam. Wild thing, I think you moved me. <laughs> but I wanna know for sure. Every time I kiss you, I taste what other men had for lunch. Oh god. You know, one thing. Go ahead. Welcome back to the Midwestern <laughs> Shooter Supply. Cutting edge outdoors coming to you from the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. You, you know, it's funny. Sam Kennison could have been a, like a rock singer because he's got that screaming voice that, that is actually good for like a lot of rock singers scream a lot, you know. Yeah. He, he would have been good at that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. The Sam or Kennison. Horror movies. Yeah. Or horror movies. What were we going to do when we come back? I know there was this, but was there something else that we were going to? I can't remember. Oh, you were going to try and sell oh. those lures again. No, okay, I'll tell this real quick. Uh, John Lehman up at Smokey's had this uh, big collection of frog lures. So if you're Mostly green. Yeah. If you are a lure collector or you know somebody, now the, there's 54 of them. They're in a table with a glass top, and they're all inside this table. Table goes with it. Everything goes. Uh, there were 54 lures. Now, the prices that John had on them, it came up to like $1,420. But, you know, John could get a little carried away. He always sometimes thought things were worth more than what they really were. So let's just say a normal price would be $700, half of that, okay? But we're going to take the best reasonable offer. Make us a reasonable offer. You can have them all. And they're they're old ones or new ones. Some of them are signed by celebrities and whatever. So it's a frog collection. All of them are frogs. They're, like I said, small ones, big ones, old ones, new ones, signed, unsigned, you know, all different kinds. So... Anyway, and get, if you call now, Tom will throw in a steak knife collection. <laughs> it can cut through 
Concrete. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, we were talking about sturgeons before. Sturgeons. And I told you I had a sturgeon story, but I, you know, forgot about it. But anyway, um, I forgot to do it earlier. But it, real quickly, we were uh, we were doing an outdoor Wisconsin segment up on Winnebago when it was, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, during ice fishing, when you're out there in the shanties. And I'll tell you, that is one boring fishing experience. Sturgeon spearing, that is pretty boring. I mean, you're. I mean, that's boring. Madonna did a song about it. Is that? Did she really? Like oh, the sturgeon. Like a sturgeon. <laughs> speared for the very first well, time. Mike from Mike Wentz up there at Wentz Marina and Bar and Grill and everything Wentz. else. Oh, that's yeah. a rocking place. Yeah. Stern sturgeon. He, yo, that's, yeah, the that's the place to be. Oh anyway, he told us a story that one year a guy, you know, some of these people get so intent on their sturgeon spearing, you know, that that, that they have their priorities. You know, they got to get that sturgeon. And I'll say this delicately, but this guy and his wife were, he was sitting on a chair and they were having relations, husband and yeah, wife relations. relations. Yeah. And all of a sudden he sees a sturgeon down in his hole. So what does he do during their relationship? Uh, he spears the sturgeon, knocks his wife off of him. <laughs> Backs out of the shanty with the sturgeon because the shanties aren't all that big. You got to back out the door with them to drag them out, you know, well, with his pants around his ankles. No, if he stood up quick. <laughs> Listen, well, I'm, this I'm, is what Mike was telling me. And a is a number of people now, is saw this it. true or is this an no, old Mike Wentz? No, no, no. Is this an old? He said a number of people well, saw it. I'm not a physics expert, but if he stood up quickly, wouldn't that like launch her forward and into the hole? Well, not, no, because they were like on the side. You know, the hole was on the, so let's say his side. So, no. Or maybe he pushed her off to the side. I don't know. They adjusted their relationship know. positions. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that some, some to some people, those sturgeon are more important than anything. Anywho. Well, I had that happen to me squirrel hunting one time. <laughs> you saw a sturgeon? <laughs> Ann was her name. Oh, yeah. She okay. was from Green Bay. Here we in go. a little woodlot by Shano. This Shano. is an incredible yeah, story. Here we go. It's can true. Yeah. Tell. It's true. Yeah. And all of a sudden yeah. she goes, Dan, Dan, what? There's a squirrel. I said, don't move. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed my twenty-two pistol and I missed it by a mile. I just couldn't That's focus. Right. That's all right. Yeah, yeah couldn't now focus. You were caught up. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Were, yeah. Yeah, you were in the situation. You but were. then what happened was uh, a couple of weeks later, working that same area. <laughs> For the squirrels, all of a sudden we heard psh, 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 some something running in, yeah. and uh, looked up, and there were these farm kids that run into the uh, property, right? Yeah, and they turned around and went running out, and then the next week, the place was posted. Oh, we, really? Yeah, we got ourselves posted. Oh, me and Ann couldn't squirrel hunt there anymore. Oh, oh no. those were the oh. days. I was about you know twenty years old. Yeah. Oh well. Did you go squirrel hunting yet this year, or were you? No, waiting I haven't. For, you been... were waiting for it to cool down, right? Get a little cooler. Yeah, I'm waiting yeah. for it to get cooler, and I'm I'm yeah. waiting for the the squirrels to get their winter right, pelt, winter right. pelts going. Right. And to remind everybody what Danny was telling us about last week is that if you go onto uh, Meps, uh, just just Google Meps lures, and uh, you know you can trade in those squirrel tails for lures or cash, either one. <laughs> so you know, go on the Meps lure, uh, website, and uh, you'll see all the information there about that. Yeah, I hope yeah. to get squirrel hunting again this year. And, uh, you know, what I'm worried about, though, I have not received my squirrels unlimited uh, newsletter. Oh, and, uh, oh, I I'm hope worried. they're not in trouble down there. They wouldn't be in trouble, but no, I mean, I mean out trouble of business. No, I mean trouble like out of business. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. want to see that. Yeah, that's, that would be terrible. 
But you know, I'm all set. You know, I've I've do you uh, Danny, when you go fishing, do you have lures already on the rods? Or do you do that when you're out in the boat? Put the lures on on the line and on the leaders and whatever. I I you know I I put the well only if I'm gonna maybe do some night fishing if yeah. I do the nighttime walleye trolling yeah up on the frozen bays of Green Bay. <laughs> um, then what I will do is yeah. I will tr- try and put my secret D-Lux mm-hmm. baits on unless I don't want anybody to see right, the boat right. landing. Yeah, uh, but then yeah. sometimes I'll. But yeah. and when I used to do musky tournaments, when yeah. you'd be all jacked, yeah, right, and all yeah, fired yeah, up, yeah. you'd try and have it on. Yeah, yeah. I remember those musky tournaments. You'd go racing out. You just couldn't wait to make the first cast. Right. Eight hours later, you yeah. were just hoping that for the goddamn thing to be over with. Yeah, it, they can get long. You know, you get a little tired all that casting and all that, and not seeing anything. No, I know. I've I've got uh, lures on on rods already. You know, certain ones that I know I'm going to be using, for sure. Uh, oh, and somebody else was telling me th- this week about mini mites. Um, what the heck did they tell me? Oh, shoot, it was really cool. The guy, he was calling them mighty mites. Oh, uh, it was uh, one of the technicians out at Smokies. He says he takes a mighty mite, and they're not called mighty mites, they're called mini mites. And he says he goes out. He's thinking on, about Mighty Mouse. Yeah, I know he Remember is. Remember Mighty Mouse? Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was my favorite Here cartoon. Here I come to save, save the, the day. <laughs> Mighty Mouse. Yeah. Is on the way. It's before your time, Billy. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I can't even begin to think what that was all about. He grew up in a Scooby-Doo yeah, era. Yeah. Anyway, was it Scooby-Doo? Anyway. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, actually. Yeah. Too, yeah. I, was, I was on the, the tail end of that. But anyway, Nick, one of the fine tech. Yeah, new tech eight. men in our cartoons. Eight. Nick so is a new technician. SpongeBob. Mighty Mouse. Nick is the new musky shot technician, Smokey's technician. His name is Nick. Nick. Yeah, he's a new one. He's been there about a month now. He's a new technician. He's a new technician. And uh, Nick likes taking one of the ultralight rods that we got there, and he puts on what he calls a mighty mite, but it's a mini mite. Right. And he goes off the dock, and he says, yeah, I catch a half a dozen big bluegills. (laughs) He says just for, you know, when business is slow. You know, he's out there fishing. So he says, yeah. Now, we were talking about colors, and I told him my favorite is the orange one. Uh, And his favorite, he said, was the orange head with the chartreuse glitter body. That's what he catches them on there. But you know what? Those bluegills that hang around those docks, I think they'd hit any, any color that went in there. Just about. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. They'll hit a lot of different colors, yeah. But I just happen to like the orange one. And I told you how, you know, a couple of weeks ago, my son caught that 18-inch walleye on a on a mini mite. And, you know, last year, uh, when he was up in Monaco with his girlfriend, uh, they go up there over Labor Day every week, every year, and they were on, uh, oh, shoot, what was the name? Not Pelican, Little Arbor Vita. And he said, okay, which mini mite do you want to use? And he's showing her all these. And she says, oh, that's a pretty one, it, you know, purplish with a, I don't know, pink head, purple body. Whatever. Oh, that's pretty. I'll use that one. She catches two legal walleyes, a 19-inch smallmouth, a 14- or 15-inch smallmouth. You know, she's catching all these fish on this goofy little mini mite. It's like, God, those those things just catch fish, period. Mini mite. I told you. Tanya. Uh, up on uh, Washington Island uh, up there, uh, the one guy catches big uh, smallies on a uh, mini mite. Uh, is that the number two mini mite, the little I, bit I bigger know. one? I, it was a guy who was from there. I was talking to him. He says, my brother... In fact, he was talking about the 4th of July opener up yeah. there for the smallies. He says, my brother's number one go-to bait is the mini mite. Really? I both, for, <laughs> and those are big smallies. I couldn't believe it. That's I weird. I fell off my stool. 
Yeah. Now, I wonder if he's using the mini mic too, because they got a little bit bigger one than the original small mini How mic. How about you, know? you get me some of those mini mic twos, Tom? I'll, I'll t- you know what? I think I have some at home. All I got are the, the, the regular small mini ones. Mics. Yeah, the regular ones. Yeah, yeah, I would like to get a big mini I mic. I will. Uh, I'll, I've got to look down in the man cave. Because I'd what like I got to try them for smallies yeah. Um, yeah. next spring. Yeah, up on the bay? Yeah, up yeah. on the bay. Yeah, maybe, good idea. Maybe give that a shot, and I can come back and give you a report. Oh, 40 seconds? Yeah, that's what the tingling forefingers <laughs> oh, on the Oh, earrings. the tingling four, that's 40 seconds. I thought seconds. you guys were like special friends there, giving that, that little <laughs> Femi wave over there. <laughs> Maybe you guys want me to leave? All right, that's all I got, Danny. How about right. you? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's uh, okay. right, See you next week. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors from Baitmate Fish and Studios. We've been presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Go fishing, go hunting, be safe, my friends. Talk to you next week. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law